What is up, everyone? Welcome back to the podcast. Today's episode, I'm going to be talking about knowing God. And, you know, your knowledge of God is really the foundation for your faith. And if you listened to my last podcast, I was talking about the understanding of you already have every spiritual blessing in the heavenly realms. Why? Because we are in Christ and really understanding how much already belongs to us because of what Christ has done, that really God has done everything that he's ever going to do for us, right? But really it all goes back to us having a revelation of what those things are and then using our faith to access those things and bring it into our life. So I wanted to talk about um, knowing God as the foundation for your faith. And, you know, I encourage you If you know someone that has been believing God for something, maybe they're in a tough situation or just anyone that needs encouragement with the word of God, I just encourage you to share this podcast with them. Um, I'm going to be starting kind of like a little series probably on on faith and really understanding how to obtain the promises of God. Because, you know, the Bible says in Hebrews, it says to be followers of them who by faith faith and patience have obtained the promises of God. So you have to understand, like I said in the last podcast, God has not called us to a life of pretension to pretend that we have it all together. God has called us to obtain the promises of God. And he says, how do we do that? We do it by faith and by patience. So there is a way that you can obtain in your life everything that God has in store for you. And we don't want to fall short of that, right? Because we want to bring God glory by bearing fruit in our lives. And so that's why on this podcast, I'm going to talk about knowing God. So this is like the the starting point of faith. You know, and as many uh, great men of God say, that faith begins where the will of God is known. So there's a knowledge that must come before you're ever going to exercise your faith. You have to know the God that you're believing in. Like the apostle Paul said, and I think it's first first Timothy, he said, for I know him whom I have believed. So you can't believe someone for something if you don't know that person's character, right? If someone comes up to you and makes you a promise uh, and you don't know that person, then you're very unlikely to believe what they're saying and bet your life on it because you're not sure of that person's character. You, You don't really know that person. Maybe you just met them. So that's why it's so important with God. You have to know the God that you serve. You have to know who God is. You have to know his character. You have to have an encounter with him so that when you are um, exercising your faith, you're not just believing some textbook that's just some words on a page. You know the person that you are believing, that you have had an encounter with him. You know his character. You, you know who he is and you know his intention for your life. You know that he is good. And And so really that's where it all begins is knowing God. And so I want to start by reading in Hosea chapter four, Hosea chapter four, starting in verse six, um, it says, my people, the people of God, God is talking about the people of God. He said, my people are being destroyed because they don't know me. It doesn't say that his people are being destroyed for, for, um, because they don't have enough, uh, you know, power. They don't have enough, um, people to help them. 
the enemies are too big. No, it says the only reason that my people are being destroyed is simply because they don't know me. Because if they knew me and they had a knowledge of who I was and my power and my strength that is for them and in them, right? then they would be able to overcome. That's basically what he's saying. So my people are being destroyed because they don't know me. Since you priests refuse to know me, I refuse to recognize you as my priests. And so really here he's blaming the priests and you have to understand this is old covenant. In the new covenant, we all, every single believer, we are all priests and kings unto God. God has made us all priests. So in the Old Testament, you know, really the priests were the only ones that had access to God. But in the new covenant of grace, right, we all have access to have an intimate knowledge of God. You don't have to go to a priest. You don't have to go through any person. You have a direct line access to God the Father to know him. So, so and then it goes on to say in verse 11, Hosea 4:11, it says, and this is just a side note, he, he's talking about their lack of understanding, and he says that wine has robbed my people of their understanding. And this is just a side note, but alcohol will dull your spiritual understanding. Yes, it will, because alcohol, which is commonly called spirits, it's of the spirit of this world. And the Bible tells us to be sober minded. And you have to understand, it's unlikely that you're going to be having revelation of the word of God while you're drinking alcohol, right? Obviously. And so he says here, wine has robbed my people of their understanding. And, he, and then he goes on to say, they are asking a, a, a wooden idol for advice. They think a stick can tell them the future. Longing after idols has made them foolish. They have played the prostitute, serving other gods and deserting their God. And so this is like, this is so powerful because really what he's saying is because they don't know me, my people are running everywhere else for solutions to their problems. And this is exactly what I talked about in my podcast on uh, getting to the spiritual root. People are running to every kind of other person to find a solution to their problems. They're looking on the outside because they don't really know the God that they serve. They're looking everywhere else for answers. You know, especially even like we saw with COVID. COVID, I mean, hello, Jesus is the healer. Yet we saw so many Christians listening and looking to the news, looking to Dr. Fauci, looking to all these people for answers of what we should do about this, that, and whatever. But really, God is saying, if you knew me, you would come to me and he, God would be your protector. He would be your healer. God is everything that you need. And so really, a lack of knowledge causes you to go to the world and go to everything else before you go to God. Because I want you to think about it this way. So if your earthly father has millions of dollars or something, uh, and you are in a financial bind, and you go to the bank to take out a loan to deal with your financial bind because you didn't know, say you didn't know that your father was a millionaire. You thought he was just, you didn't know. You just didn't know that he, how much money he had. So you're out here struggling. You're out here going to the bank to pay interest on a mortgage for whatever it is that you need. And meanwhile, your dad back home at the ranch is a millionaire, but you're, you don't know. So you see what I mean? If you don't know God, 
You go everywhere else when God is actually the one that has everything you need. And it's the same with healing. God, you know, he is Jehovah Rapha, the Lord that healeth thee. But if you don't have that revelation of who he is as your healer, then it's easy to just look to everything else to solve your problem. And this can go with any, like, any area of life. It's the same with your joy. A lot of people are looking to a relationship to fill a void in their heart because they don't know that in the presence of God, there is fullness of joy. They've never experienced the presence of God. So you understand that you knowing God is, is, is the difference of, of you going to him or going to the world for your answers. And he, God says, that's like, it's like prostituting. It's God has, you are been bought with a price. You're a slave of Jesus Christ. So we're not called to go out into the world looking for, for answers and solutions. The, everything that you need is in God. And so going back to too, when he says he's blaming the priests that they don't know God. So you have to understand that you do have access to know God personally for yourself. And it's very dangerous to always be looking to, you know, that one friend that you have that's super spiritual. You're kind of relying on them because, you know, to pray for you because they know God or you're relying on your pastor or you're relying on your mom and dad because, you know, they really know God and I know they got my back if anything happens. No, you have to know God for yourself. And under the new covenant, we have access Hebrews chapter eight talks about um, that, that Jesus is, a, is the high priest forever after the order of Melchizedek. And he talks about this new covenant that he's established with us. And he says um, about the new covenant in Hebrews eight eleven, it says, it will never more be necessary for each one to teach his neighbor and his fellow citizen saying, know the Lord for all will know me from the smallest to the great. And so what is he saying? That he's not saying that you don't need teachers and pastors. What what the Lord what he's saying is you don't have to go through other people to try to get an intimate knowledge of God. That that God was going to put the Holy Spirit on the inside of his people so that they could personally know him intimately. So you have access to know God for yourself. And so it's important to understand that because what I'm talking about and what is going to be a foundation for your faith is not head knowledge. Many Christians have head knowledge. They can quote you scriptures till, you, till they're blue in the face. And guess what? That's not what I'm talking about because the Bible says in 1 Corinthians chapter 8, it says that mere knowledge puffs up. So actually the only thing that head knowledge is going to do for you is make you prideful and make you arrogant, period. And so that's why it's very important to understand we're not talking about head knowledge. We're not talking about how many scriptures can you quote and do you know all these facts about God? We're talking about knowing someone intimately. And how does that happen? It comes by revelation that comes from the Holy Spirit. The only way that God was going to cause his people to know him under the new covenant is, was because he was going to put the Holy Spirit in and upon his people. And that's why Jesus prophesied in John 14. He said, you know the way to where I'm going. And he, he began to prophesy. He began to prophesy about the day of Pentecost when he was going to baptize his people in the Holy Spirit and fire. And he said, this spirit, when I send you this gift, the promise of the father, 
the baptism of the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit is gonna lead you and guide you into all truth. Another word for truth in the Greek is reality. The Holy Spirit has come to bring you into the reality of God. Not head knowledge, not, not, not just a bunch of textbook information. The Holy Spirit has come upon you to bring you into the realities of God so that you can actually know him. He said, Jesus said, I'm going to prepare a place for you. What is he talking about? He's talking about the secret place. There is a place of intimacy where you can fellowship with God daily. And he said, and his disciples said, show us the way, Lord. How are we gonna know to get to where you're going? And Jesus said, the Holy Spirit's gonna take you to where I am. So the Holy Spirit is your access point into the presence of God where you can have revelation knowledge of who God is, where you can encounter him for yourself. That, that place of intimacy, the secret place, your prayer language, the Holy Spirit, that is where the scriptures turn from head knowledge to revelation knowledge. So it's not a good idea to reject the ministry of the Holy Spirit <laughs> because your prayer language is the pathway to revelation knowledge. The, the Holy Spirit, let me tell you, and I could get into this. I encourage you to go listen to my podcast on speaking in tongues. I talk about how praying in the spirit, the baptism of the Holy Spirit, you begin to speak the mysteries of God. That's how you enter into the, the, the mysteries and the revelations of God to know him intimately for yourself. And so, like I said, this, this knowledge, this revelation knowledge of God is what's gonna provide a foundation for your faith. What is faith? We're going to get into that more. But faith is the substance of the things you hope for. Faith is, is, is what's going to bring the things that you hope for into reality. Faith is what takes the promises of God from words to that is your reality. That's what you're living in your life. So we need faith. But first, we have to know God. We have to know him whom we are believing and putting our faith in. And so... So the last scripture I kind of want to touch on also with knowledge is when you get this kind of intimate knowledge of God, this revelation knowledge that I'm telling you about, the Bible says in Daniel 11, 32, this is one of my favorite scriptures ever. It says, those who know their God shall be strong and they shall do exploits. The person that knows the God that they serve will be strong. So knowledge puts a strength on the inside of you. A strength for what? A strength to fight the good fight of faith. Because when you know the God that you serve, you know that the good fight of faith is a fight that you will always win and a fight that's always worth it. Why? And what is the fight for? It's to lay hold of eternal life, to lay hold of the God kind of life, to lay hold of all that Christ has made available for you. So you need knowledge in order to be strong. Proverbs 24, five says, those with knowledge grow stronger and stronger. So the more you know, and, and you have to understand too, with knowledge, you never get to a point where you arrive. It also says in 1 Corinthians eight, let him who thinks he knows anything that, that they're foolish, that they actually know nothing. So if you think that you've like arrived at some kind of knowledge, no. So knowledge is something we're always growing in. And as you grow in knowledge, you're growing in your strength. 
And so you have to understand that, oh, this is another scripture too. Proverbs 24.10 says, if you faint in the day of adversity, your strength is small. If you faint in the day of adversity, your strength is small. And strength is proportional to your knowledge of God. So what does that mean? It means that uh, when hard times come, if you don't know the God that you serve, you will faint in the day of adversity. You will draw back. You won't be able to overcome. But let me tell you that when you know the God that you serve, the devil can come knocking. The devil can come trying to attack your life, but it doesn't matter because when you know the God that is with you and the God that is for you, it's going to give you a confidence and a boldness to go forward and to be an overcomer. Because the Bible says this is the victory that overcomes the world, even our faith. And you, again, faith goes back to knowledge, your knowledge of God, knowing the God that you serve, knowing his power, knowing his goodness, knowing his greatness, knowing what he has said about you and the authority that he's given you. So when, when you know the God that you serve, you shall be strong and you will do exploits for the kingdom of God. And so that's why it's so important as we're, we're going to get more into faith, the topic of faith. And, and again, why are we talking about faith? So that you can obtain the promises of God in your life so that you can bring glory to God. And it all starts with knowing God, your knowledge of God. So I, I just encourage you to stir up your hunger. Ask the Lord. If you're not hungry for the word of God and you're not hungry for this kind of stuff, it's okay. All you have to do is ask the Lord. You ask the Lord, Father, give me an undying hunger to know you more. Lord, no matter how mature I get in my faith, in my walk with you, help me to be like the apostle Paul. For he said, for my determined purpose is that I might know him. Even as much as the apostle Paul knew, he had more revelation than anybody. And still he could say, my purpose in life is to know Christ, to know him more intimately. Because we, like I said, we never get to a place where we arrive. So I just pray that, that you continue to stir up your hunger to know God more, to press in for knowledge. And as you do, you're going to go grow stronger and stronger so that you can fight the good fight of faith and you will obtain the promises of God in Jesus' mighty name. Hey guys, this is Victoria. I just want to say thank you so much for listening and make sure that you subscribe, share it with a friend, share it on Instagram. Let me know that you're listening and I pray that these podcasts will continue to be a blessing to you.